You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, we have Nina Barnett, marketing and design professional, UX, UI designer, single mom, and entrepreneur extraordinaire as our guest. Welcome, Nina. Hello. Thank you so much, Ariel. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. I'm so excited. Um, So today, our theme is the power of the pivot. And the reason why it's the power of the pivot is because you have had an extraordinary life. You've had to pivot not once, not twice, not three times, but multiple times. And pivoting has been like a, a catchphrase or a key term that a lot of people have used with, um, especially the pandemic, they've used that term, but you started pivoting a long time ago. And I just thought your story was so powerful and so moving. I wanted our listeners to be able to hear it and hear about the cool things you've learned and how you've grown. So your first pivot, what was that? Your first main pivot? So my first main pivot was moving from New York City to Seattle without a job. Wow. Um, I, I guess I've always really listened to, I don't know, just the feelings that I'm getting. And, you know, after a decade of working as a book designer in New York City for various publishers, I just knew that I knew I wanted to live on the West Coast and I knew I was ready for the next adventure in my life. So I I did it. I moved to Seattle and, you know, got a laptop and was ready, ready to freelance. And ultimately, I got a full time job. So, um, you know, I learned quickly that Seattle was not a publishing town. Um, And I was I was lucky enough to get a great art director position at a publishing company, but I, you know, I also got married and then I was pregnant and ended up getting laid off from my job. Oh my gosh. And, you know, I was like in my third trimester, so no one was really going to hire me. Wow. You know, for my next role. Right. Um, But then I, you know, became a mom and decided that I really just wanted to be home and have the flexibility of freelancing Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. The next pivot, I don't know if you want to segue. Yeah, because I was like, I mean, there's, I mean, you you have the moving pivot. Yeah. Become a mom. There's that pivot. Right. Right. And you're like, well, now you're a mom. Now what, now what are you going to do when you become a mom? How are you going to work a regular job? Right. So you want to make some decisions there. Right. Yeah. So I, I needed to work and earn an income. And so I ended up doing, I worked from home and did some contract work, luckily with some New York clients that I still kept in touch with. Um, and was able to do that, you know, with a young baby. Um, but 
I would say, yeah, for a very long time that I was just always, you know, changing things in my life and I had to be ready for the next, the next thing that was coming my way. Right. So the next pivot, which, you know, I wasn't really expecting or would wish on anyone is the divorce pivot. The divorce pivot. A lot of us have a divorce pivot. It's it's not just you. <laughs> I've had those too. Yeah. So that wasn't a fun pivot, but no. Um, no. But let's see. I you know I had a, at that point I had a three-year-old. Oh my um, gosh. And wow. So he was in preschool, which was good. I had the days free to, you know, do freelance and design, but I had no, I guess once he was in elementary school, you know, I needed to figure out childcare once I then, you know, was able to get um, contract work. You know, I was looking for full-time work this whole time. Um, Once he was old, once he was older enough to be in preschool, you know, I really... I wanted to get out of the house and I was, you know, wanted to get a full-time job, but I suddenly realized that I, I didn't really have a lot of the skills that the market needed. And luckily, oh, man, yeah, that must have been really scary and um, hard. And, you know, part, it's probably hard to say to yourself, oh my gosh, I don't have what's needed. And then probably a little scary. Cause then you're like, well, when am I, where am I going to get those skills? Yeah, I, I was able to kind of like, for lack of a better word, pivot, you know, to do general graphic design, meaning like marketing graphic design. You basically changed your work. So So you are changing your work and you're trying to improve your skill set on top of it, right? So you're changing what you offer people and then you improve your skill set on top. Yeah. I mean, at that point I realized it wasn't the right time for me to go back to school and learn new skills. I just needed to get work with the skills that I had. Right. So I was able luckily to work for, you know, some pretty good companies as, as a contract graphic designer, which means, you know, it was like nine months here, six months there, um, no benefits. And so no stability either. No stability. Wow. So you've had Um, the moving pivot, the becoming a mom pivot, the divorce pivot, and then basically trying to try and improve your skill set and trying to make a living and then having to change your work so you could earn a living. Right. right? Yeah. So that's so far at that point in your life. So for our listeners out there, based on what you've heard so far, what are your pivot points? Do you have pivot points like Nina's or other ones? We're going to talk about some other pivots um, because Nina's had some other incredible ones. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how Nina helped her mom recover from the hurricane Sandy disaster. But before we take our break, I've got a couple questions for you. So with all of that stuff, it sounds like you're facing a lot of challenges. A lot of women face, which is, you know, if we become parents and then we're trying to work, we have childcare challenges. Um, if we end up getting a divorce, we, don't, we have support challenges. Like we have to do multiple things, but we're only one person. Or if you're moving, you're trying to go to a different job market and you get there and then you realize it's not what you thought it was. That's another challenge that a lot of people have. What, what have you learned 
at, up to that point in your life, what had you learned about like the need to pivot or make changes or to be, you know, able to flex with your situation? What do you think that you learned up to that point? I really learned that, you know, I had to really rely on myself. And as much as it was scary, it was also empowering at the same time. Yes. And I think just, you know, I come from New York and I always think that I just have this sense of resourcefulness and grit, but you don't have to come from a particular place to have those qualities. I think it just means that you have to be ready in advance. You have to always be thinking ahead. And in my case, I had to, you know, create a new website, create, I always had to create like new marketing materials for myself and rebrand myself for whatever I was trying to go after. So I think it depends what field you're in as far as what skills you have to improve upon. Um, or I just think you have to be ready when something, when an opportunity comes your way and you have to make those opportunities. You do. And life is unpredictable. And sometimes opportunities can show up when you least expect them to. And I think it's paying attention to what's going on in the market around you to see what people's needs are and what their gaps are and how you could fill those um, gaps and meet those needs. I think that's a way to, to pivot too. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now let's, let's take a quick little break and then we're going to come back and talk about how you helped your mom after she went through hurricane Sandy. So we're going to take a break. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group. That's Hubbard Education Group. Or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. And we're back. So Hurricane Sandy, major hurricane. Uh, I believe it destroyed a lot of homes. It flooded a lot of homes, right? Yeah, one of them, right? Yeah. So I grew up on Long Island, which is, um, you know, an island with, you know, a block away from um, a bay, which leads to the Atlantic Ocean. And my mom's house really had a lot of damage. And so um, I was at the time in a contract position and it suddenly ended I thought it was going to be nine months, but then they decided it was going to be six months. And uh, so, of course, I was upset and disappointed, but there's always a blessing in disguise. I ended up having some time where I was able to, you know, go and help my mom um, really, you know, clean and um, get her house in order so that she could eventually um move, which is what she wanted to do. And so that's huge. I mean, did you have to basically go through a bunch of flooded possessions and like clean up a bunch of water and mud and stuff like that? 
Well, luckily, my brother went out and did that part of it. Oh, but, God. Okay. Yes. But, but she I, had all that. She, she had. He just, all, he just did that. And then you helped the with organizing. Stuff. Yeah. He did the muddy, muddy, the muddy, stuff. <laughs> muddy, messy stuff. And then I went out and helped her downsize. And she lived in that house for like 40 years and never threw anything out. Imagine the clutter. Oh my gosh. There was, you know, an attic filled with everything from my childhood and stuff that, you know, really should have been gone through prior to that time. Wow. Right. You know, but I helped her go through everything and then really downsize her house and get it ready to be staged. Um, And then I did stage it. Um, so that she could put it on the market to be sold. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and so, so we call that the Hurricane Sandy pivot right there. <laughs> because you did take, you took the opportunity, you know, your job ended unexpectedly and you took the opportunity to go serve and help your mom, which is really a wonderful gift that you yeah. gave her. You probably could have never done that on her own. I'll bet. No, there's no way she could have done it on her own. And you know, it was emotional for for us and yes. just to be there, to be able to, you know, kind of oversee what do you, what do you want to save? What do you want to throw out? You know, what was important to me? I mean, I had a ton of stuff there that I had to deal with. And yes, um, so what I realized when I got back to Seattle was that I was really good at that whole process. And you know, my mom said, you can do this for other people. And, well, and then the entrepreneur, and then the entrepreneur kicked in. <laughs> She's like, ah, I see a gap area. I yeah. I can help people with this. Just like Bob said. Right. So right? actually <laughs> this led, this led to the midlife crisis pivot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Which was you know, I had done graphic design in various formats for a very long time, but I was frankly burnt out and sick of it because, because I didn't have the necessary skills. And I just wanted to like throw it all away and start over. Like my mom was starting over. Yes. And so I decided I wanted to like make people's homes their sanctuary. And I created this company called Home Serenity Now, which was basically organizing. And it also morphed into doing interior design for people. Amazing. And it was, I don't know, it was a real leap of faith, but um, I'm so glad that I did that for a couple of years. And the thing is, you didn't have interior design training, right? No. So there was a lot of mental madness that I had to get over you know, I don't have a degree in interior design. I don't have these skills. What am I doing? I'm, you know, an imposter. Right. And so you just decided to get over that stuff and still provide the service. And you did an excellent job because I've seen your work. It's it's beautiful. Thank you. So yes, very quickly, I realized I could do this because I have the eye, I have, you know, training. I went to art school you know, right. I have a BFA and there's, there's such jo- I found such joy in helping people, you know, redesign their bedroom, recreate their office, 
get rid of things they don't need and really capture the essence of who they are in a three-dimensional visual way. So that sounds magical. I love it. It was, it was magical. Totally. And, um, and that was great. However, it was great. However, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't enough money. It wasn't steady, solid money that I needed. And it was stressful always getting the next clients. So I was able, luckily I was, I found the perfect part-time graphic design job. And I ended up doing Home Serenity Now while also working part-time as a graphic designer. And over the years with that job, I got more hours and more hours. And I realized, hey, I really like graphic design again. You know, it was a different type of job. And I was doing uh, a lot of marketing and promotion um, collateral for events. And it was really fun. And what I also learned with the interior side of things was that most people really wanted somebody who could redesign their bathroom or their kitchen. And mm-hmm. that's, that's not my expertise. So I, I said goodbye to Home Serenity Now and continued with my um, graphic design job. Um, but I didn't have, again, I wasn't on staff and I didn't have benefits. And as much as I wanted to be full-time, it wasn't something that was in, was in the cards because they weren't able to provide that for me. So, you know, after two years, I started looking for work and realized again, now it's five years later and I'm again getting the memo. You don't have the digital skills that the market is, is asking for. You know, all the jobs, I didn't even know what the job descriptions were were saying it was like another language because because in this field the technology changes so much and I just felt like a dinosaur so little did I know there was going to be a pandemic right the next pivot was really upping my skill set and biting the bullet and going back to school during the pandemic so you were honest with yourself that that you didn't have a skill set so you decided to do something about it but it just happened that that worked out and it happened during the pandemic when everyone else was either losing their jobs or they were not at work so it was a perfect timing kind of situation it was the perfect time for many reasons because on uh my son was now a teenager Mm-hmm. And that meant that he didn't need as much of my attention all the time. Right. I knew that going back to school was going to require a lot of, you know, evenings where I wasn't really available to him because I had a lot of homework. And there were a lot of times where I was up all night doing homework. And I mean, it was the hardest, it was the hardest thing I've ever done because yes. essentially I did a two-year program you know, a boot camp intensive situation in six months. Wow. I don't even know how I did it. Honestly, I don't even know how I did it, but it was the perfect time because I wasn't missing anything. No one was doing anything anyway. It was the pandemic. Right. So you didn't miss out. I didn't miss out on anything. And I I was planning to be a hermit anyway. And little did I know everybody else around me was a hermit as well. (laughs) 
But what I didn't, what I didn't plan for was that my son was going to then be at home doing school remotely in the same room as me because we live in an apartment. Oh my goodness. So So you're both going to school at the same time. So we're both going to school in the same room at the same time with headphones on. And I don't know how we didn't kill each other, but we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And eventually I graduated. Um, But really, I mean, I was in class with people who were half my age and oh my goodness it was it was shocking how many you know tech terms I had no idea what they were talking about but I really became a sponge and I wanted it so badly because deep down I just wanted stability for myself and my child of course so I worked really really hard and you know I learned that I'm really capable of doing things that are difficult. So I just hope that, you know, whoever's listening out, all of you listening out there can really believe that if I can do it, you can do it. There's no reason that you can't, can't work hard to make the change that that's, that you know, you need to make. And sometimes those changes are hard. And sometimes you have to have the dedication to make those things happen. And that's okay. Working hard isn't a bad thing. People act like it's a bad thing. It's not, it's not. And I mean, look at, look, look at how far you've come. Look at all these pivots you've gone through. And so now you have a, you have a contract job in this new profession, right? Using your new skills. Right. Yeah, I, it took me a very long time to find this role because mm-hmm. it's extremely competitive. Um, but I really feel prepared to find my next full-time role um, with benefits, with a salary that is, you know, more than double uh, that what I would have earned previously. So I feel yes. like all of the hard work will pay off. Which is amazing. And you do work very hard. And, you know, it's for women, we do so many things and men do too, of course, but like as a single mom, you're parenting, right? You're you're parenting, you're looking after your kid, you're working, you're trying to look after yourself. You're trying to grow your skill set while you're working. And you're trying to keep that vision focused on the horizon for what's coming next so you can realize that your skill set needs to be updated and changed so that you can step into whatever's coming up on the horizon. I mean, that is incredible. It requires a lot of forethought and a lot of um, honesty and a lot of grit. And I call it hustle too. I mean, it sounds Definitely like hustle. hustle all Definitely the time. Hustle. And what's funny is as soon as I got this uh, full-time contract uh, role, all of a sudden, all these freelance graphic design projects are coming my way, left and right. So at the yeah. same time, I'm ramping up and getting used to a new job. I'm doing all this other stuff on the side. Yeah, my inter- my interpretation of that is that um, my interpretation of that is that when you're successful, you attract more success. 
So when you're, you're attracting that contract job, right. And you're attracting that and you have, then you have it, you're successful. And I think that what happens is that brings more opportunities to you. And I know you're familiar with this, but that usually happens as soon as you're in a zone where you've achieved something, all the other things you wanted to achieve show up and they usually show up effortlessly and mysteriously. And you're like, wow, how did that happen? But it does have to do with the vibrational frequency that you're carrying of success and prosperity for sure. I I completely agree. I mean, yeah. Things were just coming effortlessly right and left. So um, anyway, I'm grateful for the freelance work. I always say yes and, you know, love and to. And you do a good job too. By Thank the way, shameless, shameless plug for Nina. Nina has designed my book cover and she's also designed some other graphic um, work for me and she does a really good job. So shameless plug for Nina. Oh. So I'll probably put the uh, book cover, a picture of the book cover in the show notes so people can see that. It'll be fun. There's right. a link to my, to order my book and people can see it in the show notes. That'll be there. But Nina is extremely professional. She's really good at what she does. And I was just going to say, if you had advice for our listeners, what would it be? Well, I think you've said it really. It's really to pay attention to pay attention to yourself and what, what, what are the messages that keep coming to you over and over? For example, you know, for me, it was, I need those digital skills. I need those digital skills. And you know what, for many years, I was like, I don't want to do the digital skills. I don't want to go back to school. And I, you know, hushed, hushed that voice that kept coming up, but eventually that voice is just going to get louder and louder. And so my advice would be to pay attention to those, those voices and messages that you're getting, because chances are that's what you really need to pay attention to. Um, The other messages, you can do so much more than you think you can. So don't be afraid to challenge yourself and think ahead and be ready for what the job market needs be ready for the next opportunity that's going to drop in your lap when you least expect it. Be and ready for the pivot, baby. Be ready for the pivot. The pivot. When that yeah. opportunity shows up, pivot, baby, pivot. Pivot. And also yep. don't be afraid that, you know, you have to be perfect before you pivot. Just go through the motions and pivot. And, you know, the experience and confidence will come. That's wonderful. I love it. It's such a great message. I really appreciate that, Nina. And um, I appreciate your time. So if our listeners wanted to work with you professionally, how would they do that? Sure. So um, they could go to my website, which is ninabarnettdesign.com. And you can send me an email there and look at some of my work. And I'd be so happy to you know, reach out to you and collaborate on your next project. And then if they wanted UX UI, they have, there's another website we're going to put up on the show notes if they want to see your other type of work. Yes. So Nina Barnett design. And then in the show notes will be another site because I have two, you know, types of markets that I um, attract. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today. Remember to move from your power and into your magnificence. Thanks everybody. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Thanks.
Are you experiencing overwhelm, frustration, stress, or anxiety? Do you need help with insomnia? We'll contact Ariel Hubbard at Hubbard Health Solutions. Ariel offers 25 modalities to help you move forward. You can deal with the pandemic and still experience balance and calm. Contact Ariel at arielhubbard.com. That's arielhubbard.com.